My next guest is a business strategist for influencers and experts looking to monetize and scale their audience through digital marketing and passive income. She has been featured in Forbes and Thrive Global. She is the one and only M. Duchamp. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am so excited for today's guest. She is the one and only M. Duchamp. I've been following her forever online, and she's so inspiring, and I'm so grateful for her. Hello, M. How are you? I am so good. I have a question. Do you speak French? Because you said my last name like real right. Yes, je suis québécoise. No way! I no clue. Oh well, your English is perfection as well. Okay, that's because normally, like, I laugh at the way people say my last name, and I'm like, that's interesting. She sounds right. Yeah, like I'm just so mind blown. Like I love that we're both from Quebec and it's always mm-hmm. inspiring the heck out of me to see like powerful Quebec women succeed. Yeah. Like I just love that so much. So I want you to share more about that, like where you come from, how you got started, like give us all the deets. Absolutely. So I come from a little village in Abitibi, Timiskaming. I don't know if you know of it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So for uh, 99.9% of the people who will listen to this, they don't know. <laughs> Abitibi, Timiskaming is a, a it's a mining region in Quebec. So it's really it's about eight hours uh, north like drive from Montreal, which is the main city of Quebec, and well, Quebec City and Quebec. And it's quite far in the middle of nowhere. And I grew up there. I, I, my mom was a single mom until she met my adoptive dad. Uh, they got married again. But for most of my youth, I was living alone with her and my little brother. My dad left us when I was five. And uh, I grew up in that village working on a farm since I was five years old. I was helping wow. my grandparents on the farm. And my mom was on welfare. And we had a very very poor upbringing however here's the thing the mentality when you grow up poor in a village on a farm is very different from the mentality of growing up in the ghetto and stuff like that so i didn't know we didn't have money because nobody has money there it's not (laughs) it's not like i could see that people had money and then we don't have what people have because we were all without like we will have the lifestyle was the same but when I was 15 years old, I just did, never felt like I fit in. I dropped out of school at 15 years old. I left with uh, a black bag full of clothes and I went to Montreal to my aunt's place and I just showed up there and she was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, I was at the door. She was like, "Uh oh, (laughs) what's happening? And I, ever since I was 15 years old, I just decided that I was already an adult. And I had my first business when I was 19, 20 years old, more or less. I can't remember exactly because I feel like I'm 200 years old now. (laughs) And, And I've had multiple businesses. I traveled the world. I've been to 43 countries. Uh, I'm a public speaker. I have 13 online courses that I sell. I have multiple businesses that I run. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm quite a successful person now. I'm, it's so weird for me to say that because Mm -hmm. I just never thought this would be available for me, but I've worked Mm. really hard and now I'm celebrating my success every day and the success of my clients. So this is kind of my background. I'm, I'm I was the black sheep. Mm -hmm. I was, I was the little white French girl, very (laughs) shy who became an international entrepreneur. I don't know how that happened, but that it did. (laughs) Wow. Your story is incredible. Like, I think this is what I love like about you so much is like you're just human like everyone else like and I know you said that a lot as well in your content like people have this unrealistic ideal of you and like they put you on the pedestal but that like when you talk about like the struggles and what you've been through like I just relate to it so much so like what would you say to those people who keep doing that and keep getting triggered by you and like I want to get like the sense of like what would you say to them? Well, here's the thing. When someone stands out, it's very uncomfortable for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm, people are quick to judge, especially when they see women re- really being in their power and their truth, and mm-hmm. they don't they don't access that for themselves, or they have been told by society that they should not be that confident because it's cocky. They should not talk mm-hmm. about money because it's shameful. And like when you're so used to be contain and then you see a woman who's completely liberated who's yeah. living the truth who doesn't give a damn about what you think because she's so happy and she doesn't need anyone's validation it's really triggering mm-hmm. because we're a mirror so what they what triggers me and them is what they would love to access mm-hmm. and i hope i hope if you're listening to this and you're triggered by me or by someone on the internet that you're trying to find here's the thing sometimes people try to find what's wrong about me so that they can justify why mm. why are am i not better than them so mm. instead of being like i love this about this chick like i think she's so smart i think she's so confident i want to be in her energy so i can i can get some for myself because if you're in my energy automatically you are getting some of it mm-hmm. and you feel powerful because because you're with someone who feel powerful and eventually you don't even need to be in my energy to stay in that state but mm. some people just by being in my energy they make more money by being in my energy they get more clients by being mm. in my energy they are happier mm-hmm. so instead of trying to find what's wrong with the people that that are successful try to find what's right about them instead yeah. of thinking like like you know like sometimes people are like well, she probably had help from her parents. She probably have a rich yeah. boyfriend. She probably has a sugar daddy. <laughs> Instead, like, but but that's the truth. Yeah. Like, traveling, like everyone was trying to figure out if I had a sugar daddy, and I was like, hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> It's, but that's okay. Like I like it, it used to bother me. I used to want to justify myself so much, and now mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, of course I have a sugar daddy. It's called the universe, and he's very very generous <laughs> with me. <laughs> but but I would just say like instead of trying to find what's wrong with someone, so you can 
feel better about the fact you don't have what they have. Mm-hmm. Try to find what's right about them so that you can get more for yourself. We try to find the defaults into people instead of trying to find what we should get from them that's positive. We, mm-hmm. I want this success. Oh my gosh, this is so good. And you're so right. I love that. <laughs> so why do you think some people get very successful and others never make it? Um, so it's funny you ask that because I had this conversation yesterday and I think it's two things, like it depends. For me, I have like let's say in my business, my my personal brand, my coaching business, the business is me. Mm -hmm. so what do I need to be successful is about me I need to become the person that's going to be successful and I need to not stop doing the thing until I get there Mm -hmm. a lot of people they don't become successful because when they don't see immediate results and instant gratification they give up I don't Mm. give up ever I like if I have a launch that is not bad uh, that is not good I'm not gonna be thinking like oh I have a failed launch that is not in my vocabulary what I'm gonna say is oh my god like okay so this didn't convert but I cannot wait because I know that it means that it's about to convert it's just not gonna convert now so that means that in my next program is gonna be an even bigger hit because of it because Mm. the people are, are not ready to jump in yet so everyone's gonna be ready once I do my next one this is my mentality instead of being like oh I had a failed launch my business is gonna crumble I don't think this way so this is for personal branding and stuff you are your asset you're the vehicle of your business so you need to put fuel in your car all the time you need to put premium you need to take chances Yes, you need to be consistent, yeah. you need to believe in yourself, you need to invest. But when it comes to other businesses, for example, I have a business that's furniture for nursery rooms for babies, mm-hmm. and which is completely odd because I don't even want a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but what what is uh about this um about this business i know that if it becomes something it's not about the product it's not about me it's about the people that are going to open doors for me mm-hmm. so for example if i want my products to be at bye bye baby i can't like it's it's going to be I need to meet the right person who's going to open that door for me. And then the product's going to be there. Mm. You can have a really, really good business, but until you have the good connections, that's going to take you somewhere to the next level. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. So that's another thing. A lot of entrepreneurs, they work on themselves, but they don't work on their network or Mm. they work on the network and they don't work on themselves. You have to do both. In order to succeed, and especially at the place where I am at now, I make money every day, like having 20, like yesterday I had a $25,000 day. Mm -hmm. Today it's 12. I've made $3,000 around that so far. And it's only noon. Like I, I make money every single day. I don't, I make too much money to be able to spend it all. So Mm -hmm. at this point, it's not about what else do I need to sell? It's not about what else do I need to to do? It's about who do I need to know to mm. get to the next level? Like, who do I need to meet? And it's not even about me anymore because me works. My mm-hmm. business works. My model works. My courses works. So it's not about like validating if it works because it does. And I make money every day showing that it does. Mm-hmm. Now, the next step is like to extend my reach. And the only way that I can extend my reach is with my network. So that's something 
to answer your question in a very long answer. <laughs> but this is it. Like work on yourself and then work on your network. This is what you need to do to be successful. I love it. Yeah, it makes so much sense for sure. And I'm curious to know, like, because you do have like a service-based business, you do have a product-based business, like which one of those would you say you like the most or which one has the most challenges between the two? Oh my God, I would never have had a product-based <laughs> business if I had known what I was getting myself involved <laughs> And I'm probably going to listen to this in like five years and be like, thank God it's over that, that startup phase. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot like it's any business that you're going to start is going to be a lot of headaches. Uh, a product base is very expensive because you have to buy the product. So mm -hmm. it's not like when you start something that's in exchange of your time and your knowledge, it doesn't cost you anything to start. Mm -hmm. When you start something where you have to have products, then it's going to cost you like $100,000 to start. It's wow. a big difference. So it's a scary move to be able to to build a business with my own money because I'm financing my own stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I've always been this way. Not, not saying that is the smartest way. Absolutely not saying this. I'm just saying this is the way I do it because I'm stubborn. And that's how <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's harder to do product based because it's more expensive because it's longer to build a brand and mm -hmm. because when you have a lot of expenses there's a lot of pressure for things to move faster if mm. you're selling your time and you don't it doesn't cost you anything to wait it's very different when it mm -hmm. costs you a lot of money to wait it, there's a added pressure so uh, definitely my coaching business um, I don't do services anymore, so it's mostly courses and funnels and stuff, mm -hmm. but it's it's much easier and, and the difference in expenses is huge. Mm, yeah. Oh my gosh. That makes so much sense too, for sure. <laughs> and I also know you have, um, you know, lots of passive income streams. So where should people start when they look into passive income? Well, it really depends on what they want. So just to clarify something a lot of people call a lot of things passive income but it's not mm -hmm. actually passive so i i say passive because of the understanding that the general knowledge has however it's not most of them not it's not truly passive i would say semi-passive or semi-active whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it <laughs> because I, passive is only when you have absolutely nothing to do for it to make money Mm -hmm. so royalties for example yeah. if you write a book and then you don't have to do anything and then it sells itself without you putting any effort into the marketing and it just sells itself and then you you make royalties every month this is passive income if you have a song that every time it plays on the radio you make money this is passive income if you buy a stock that um you're just holding for like 10 years and every quarter you receive dividends from it this is passive income because you don't have to do any work mm -hmm. besides putting the money in and then letting letting the money give you babies <laughs> funnels is passive to an extent so some of my funnels i don't touch anymore Mm -hmm. And they are passive because there's absolutely no work on my side to do. Mm -hmm. I just make money with them. Um, but there's some stuff like at the beginning when you build a funnel to sell a course, for example, it's still it's semi-active because you have to uh, maintain, uh, like to do the maintenance and you have to to do the modification. You have to optimize the funnel. So it's a little bit different, but mm -hmm. then eventually you can become completely passive. So it depends for that. When it comes to which one should you do, 
it really depends on which ones are available to you. And that I go back to what I'm saying about the network. Your best opportunity for investment is always going to come from your network. Mm-hmm. It's always, always going to be uh, like, hey, Em, I have this project. Um, this is this much investment. This is what the, the return on investment will be. Are you in or not? This is the type of emails that I receive all the time. Mm. This is this is an investment opportunity that brings me passive or or active semi passive and like normally those are are passive income. If I don't have a network, I don't have opportunities. Mm. If I don't have a network, the only I'm the only person that can go create the opportunities, and then it's more work because you have to create the opportunity instead of receiving the opportunity. So I would start like if I want to look into passive income, I would look at to who, what do I do and what do I want to do with my money? So for example, if you're a coach and you have courses, don't let them do nothing. If you have courses, turn them into funnels, turn, make a way, find a way that is going to become passive or semi-active for you that Mm -hmm. you're going to create more income. You already done the work. Your, your thing is already created. Do something with it instead of creating it once and then um, hoping one day someone's going to ask for it. Like that's not that that's not what I recommend. I recommend always to not leaving money on the table. Like mm. a lot of people, that's what they do. They leave money on the table because they're addicted to selling. They're addicted to making quick money every day. So they don't want to do the, the work mm. required to building the passive income streams. Yeah. Did that answer the question? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that is so interesting. And I love how you think on the long term too. Like you said, like lots of people just want to make quick money, but like building those funnels, it's for the long term for sure. Yeah. I love that. So I ask this to everyone who comes on the podcast, and I'm very curious to know your answer. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? A powerful leader, first of all, that would be someone who's self-led. So mm-hmm. someone who actually walks their talk, not someone who tells people to do something and then they do the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. One of my pet peeves is when my clients say like, oh, I know I should do this. I always tell my client to do it, but I don't do it. <laughs> uh, well, why? Like, we need to fix this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I stop telling people what to do if you're not doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. I really dislike when I receive an advice from someone who clearly needs the advice as well. <laughs> do not tell me what to do with my money when you're broke. Do not tell me what to do with my health if you're unhealthy. Do, like, fix your own. And then once you're coming from a place that you're, uh, you can't give me advice because you've done it so much that I can see it works, then I will gladly want to listen to you. Mm. So for me, a powerful leader is that. And a powerful leader is not trying to control, it's trying to share. I don't want to tell people what to do. And I don't want to to be like giving a mindset to people that I'm the one and only and my opinion is the best opinion even though i truly believe i have the best (laughs) opinion because i'm a manifester and we are all about ourselves but (laughs) i don't like honestly like there's so many ways to to come to the same conclusion you don't have to think like me and you don't have to work like me and you can do some something completely different as well Mm -hmm. i think a powerful leader is really someone who's self-led someone who leads doesn't follow like if you're copying my things you're a follower you're not a leader and someone who's a leader is someone that goes first 
Mm-hmm. So I I go first all the time. I do things before I know if it, they work. And then I tell you, no, don't do that. It doesn't work. <laughs> so I, like a leader is going to go first and it's not going to be scared of experimenting and experiencing before. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'm going to try different marketing strategies, for example, and, and then I'm going to let my clients know like, okay, so I tried this and this is the result. So if you guys want to do this, this is what I would change. And this is what I would do if I were to start over. And then if you want my ideas, go, go with it. So like, mm-hmm. that's, that's what for me, a good leader is. Oh my gosh. I love it. Like I hear so many answers and this one was like, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> You're speaking my love language right now. (laughs) Words of affirmation. Thank you very much. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) So do you have, you know, any last piece of wisdom that you'd like to share with our audience today? So what I love, one thing that I love to remind everyone is when you listen to something that gives you a fire within you, that like gives you, make you feel powerful, even if it's only for a minute, do something with it. Like, don't like go like listen to this and like, oh, yeah. And then go back to Netflix, (laughs) like do something with it. Life is so beautiful. It's so much. There's so much potential. There's opportunities everywhere. Mm -hmm. Something I I read that when I was a kid and it marked me like opportunities dance with those already on the dance floor. Like if Mm. you want to have opportunities into your life, you have to be out there living your life. It's not going to come to you. No one's going to knock at your door to give you an opportunity. So Mm. if you're listening to this, I want you to go live life and listen to to Anna Patricia's podcast (laughs) all the time as well. Yes, thank you for saying that. (laughs) So where can people go to connect with you further online? Absolutely. So you can go on my website, mtucharm.com. I have a free course there called Five Days to 5K, which is a cash injection course that I love very much. And you can also connect with me on socials. So m.ducharm on Instagram and mducharm on Facebook. Very easy to remember. Yes, go follow M, go send her a message and connect. She's amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.